This is a production of KMMedia.pro. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple, to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So come on over into our world. I know you'll like it, because on today's show... In rush hour traffic on a Wednesday afternoon at 4 o'clock. Do you feel like you're having trouble with setting clear goals, time management, maybe confidence, accountability? Oh, motivation. That's a good one. Speaking of stress management, relationships, communication, boundary settings, and so much more. We've got a young lady with us who is a um, health and wellness coach. She does all of this for her clients and does a great job. She's very, very gifted at what she does. But first, I always have to talk to Eric because I miss him so much. Uh, well, I miss you too. We just talked on Monday, so you can't miss me too much. But uh, well, you you don't miss me. I know you've got lots of people you talk to and stuff like that. So and so do you, sir. It's That's the true. whole premise of the show is the, <laughs> that you have lots of people that you want to talk to and do. It really is. I have a great time talking to all kinds of folks. And I, the, the show that we have prepared for you today is is really phenomenal. She is a, a really uh, gifted speaker. She knows what she's talking about. And first of all, Eric, um, we get to be on uh, Kixie again on Friday at 3 o'clock. I'm so excited. That's correct. And we've got a great uh, gal for uh, us to talk to. On on, uh, we just finished a, a podcast with her, and she's going to come back on Friday. I'm really excited about it. And to get a better feel for how she does, let's bring Mitch in, who is like my co-host today. And uh, so, Mitch, what did you think of the last hour that we did? Oh wow, <laughs> <laughs> it was exciting. It was it was very. Uh... Yeah, it was it was something that it's, I think, you know, we don't always take a step back and think about or explore. And it was very, very interesting to get to know uh, to get to know Roxanne. And yeah, I'm excited to hear more about um, her on Friday. And Eric, I would like you to give um, Mitch a little bit of advice since you've known me for 20 years <laughs> and he's just learning about Off and on. Off, well, off and on, but he's just, he's just learning about my radio style. Can you give him some hints on how to negotiate through my lack of, um, um, cohesiveness? <laughs> just, just take it as it comes, I guess. I, I, I don't know how to answer that, Kevin. Uh, and that's what I've been doing. I feel yeah, like exactly. Come <laughs> on the right track here. Just be prepared for curveballs. <laughs> you are liable to get some from me, and that's that's half the fun is is to is to is to create a, a dynamic that puts you on the spot, keeps things interesting. <clears throat> yeah. See, and since I'm the host, you I can do that to you, but no. Uh, but, uh, but thank you, Eric and KKNW and Kixie have been so nice to us that we're really excited that now we're going to be on Kixie every Friday. That's right. Friday's at 3. Yep. Now we're doing Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Friday. Um, That's right. Three shows on KKNW. Double shot on Fridays. Yes. And that's, we have the show at noon and then we have the show at three. And so we get to take a little break in between. And one of these days, I'm going to pick up another hour. I'm going to pick up four. You watch. 
Okay. Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I won't hurt myself, I promise. Um, but in any event, Mitch, would you like to uh, uh, welcome our guest, or would you like me to do that? I will have you do it this round, and I will take notes. Okay. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't. I would be careful about that. Annie <laughs> Del Rey is is with us today. She's a health and wellness coach, and she does all of that. Annie, how are you? I'm great. I am living life, loving life. How are you? I hate my life. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, you can't. You can't. You can't do positive. <laughs> you can't do positive talk radio and hate your life. It just doesn't work that way. No. Or I'd be worried. I'd yes. be worried. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so tell us a little bit about, about your work and what you do and uh, how you help people on a daily basis. By the way, we, we had a 15 minute meeting uh, last week that lasted 45 minutes. And because <laughs> you're, just, <laughs> you're just, yeah. <laughs> You know, I could because you couldn't get me to shut up, but uh, you, you're just so talented. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, so as you mentioned, I'm Annie, Annie Del Rey, and I'm a nationally board certified coach. Um, I'm sure the listeners or even you have met many coaches. So I do like to say nationally board certified. It was an intense pro process. Uh, my master's is in integrative wellness coaching. This is my life. This is my bachelor's in psych. So the human mind uh, behavior is, is something that I'm obsessed with. And I've coached hundreds of clients um, on all the topics that you discussed, boundary setting, communication, stress management, time management. And um, I would say I work with teens and my oldest client was 84 years old. Wow. You know, yeah. the interesting thing about that is when you mentioned talk about coaches, we have a lot of coaches on the show. Um, mm -hmm. I try and bet them best I can. And uh, my my uh, executive producer, Holly, she says, oh, Annie's coming on. That's great. She's actually an educated woman. <laughs> uh, so she knows. <laughs> she Woo! Yeah, she's got a bachelor's and she's got a master's. And so she actually does know what she's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> You mean I didn't wake up one day, put on yoga pants, and say, I'm a health coach? Uh, that, that doesn't <laughs> happen, sass. really, does it? Oh, don't. You'd oh, be surprised. Don't, don't get me started. <laughs> don't well, let me come off sassy right away. Yes, putting on the <laughs> yoga pants. That, that's probably what I don't know about that. But in any in in event. So, so, so Mitch, meet Annie, Annie, meet Mitch. And he is, um, he's new to the show with, with me. And I'm not sure that he knows what he's gotten himself into yet. Mitch, what have you gotten yourself into? You know, a lot. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's every single show is, <laughs> it's a different show. I feel like there's the same, same goal, but how we get there uh, is definitely a roller coaster filled with fun. Which it's like going down the highway 101 and getting to San Francisco from Seattle. Uh, you can get there, but it takes a while and there are lots of turns. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so Annie, you've been working with folks for a long time doing what you do. Um, what is you, uh, and you've also got a book out. Yes. Yes, and I do. It's it, by the way, we cannot pronounce her book title on the air. 
because well what what is without using the s word what is your book yeah um i would say stuff i wish i knew in high school that's there's a lot of that going on yeah (laughs) and so what what motivated you to write the book Actually, I originally wrote it in 2019 uh, when my sisters, who are twins, were freshmen in high school. And I'm from Jersey. So they're in Jersey. I'm in California now. And I wasn't going to be there for their for their teenage years in the wild ride of high school. And I was like, let me word vomit. I'm going to write a book. And then <laughs> that's essentially what I thought. I'm just going to word vomit and hope for the best, share some personal stories. And it's exactly what I did. I want to keep in mind that you have a master's degree and you said word vomit. <laughs> Take note. Yeah. <laughs> there's this, there's, I also use a phrase called idiot proof. It's not nice at all. That's not nice, but people understand what it means. If you idiot proof something, that means an idiot could do it. I like to idiot proof stuff for myself. It's it not nice. Sense. But yeah, I like those books. Uh, what what is it? The something? It's always something for dummies. Yeah, those, uh, those picked up really fast, and you could get there's so many books now. Those you know, cooking for dummies. You know, podcast for dummies. <laughs> I read that book. <laughs> I, I'm in that book. <laughs> so so, but it's great. It's great to have you here. And by the way, if you would like to give us a call, if you would like to talk to Annie, if you're, if there's something that is, and I, I, she doesn't even know I'm doing this see, this is how I roll. Um, if there's something that you would like to talk to a genuine, uh, nationally certified coach about anything that's on your heart, that's on your mind, you're sitting in traffic, it's four o'clock or yes, four o'clock on a Wednesday. And, uh, traffic may be a little tough and you may be feeling a little beside yourself. Put yourself together and give us a call. And you can do that at 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. I've been here so long. I know those numbers by heart. Amazing, huh? <laughs> so, Mitch, do you have anything, any any thoughts to start off with? Yeah. Oh man. I, I guess, uh, I guess we'll just start with, I think it's always good to start at, you know, kind of somebody's beginning, I guess, what, what point was there something that happened or what point in your life kind of told you or influenced you to take on all of this? When did you first be like, you know what, this is what I want to do. I want to be health and wellness coach among all these other things that you do. Um, what, what did that look like for you? When did that happen? Excellent question. Great question, Mitch. (laughs) (laughs) Why, thank you. Um, um, Actually, so my sisters, there's a 12-year age gap between us. And uh, I would say for the first 12 years of my life, every Christmas, every every birthday, anything you could wish for. I was like, give me a sister. Please, please give me anyone that's listening. Give me a sister. Because I had three brothers. So... (laughs) I wanted oh. a sister and then surprise twins. Uh, and I was like, how can I be the best bigger sister? How can I be the best role model? I'm obsessed with you. I literally like brought you into this world. Now, how could I be a good role model? And so that was like the original, right? 12 year old Annie. And then uh, I was in a dysfunctional family. You know, there's six kids. I 
I am not alone in being in a dysfunctional family, right? It's almost weird if someone doesn't have that background a bit, or at least not knows who at least knows someone with that background. Woo. <laughs> um, and learning from all these people, learning and being in a house with like wild people in the best of ways, I realized humans are complex. Wow. There's so much to learn. And um, we're all flailing through life. How can I make this easier for myself and others? So I'd say that's what that's what started it, just being in the family. That's it's awesome. hard. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mitch. Oh no, I was gonna say that that's that's great. I mean, everybody's got it's a it's a great story and it makes a lot of sense. And I, I mean I think that any other people out there, um, I mean most people that are have siblings, whether there's an age gap, whoever's the oldest you know, that you kind of hope that they're, um, you know, they're leading them in a good direction and be, whether that's based on mistakes that they've made or they want them to succeed or just being that big brother, big sister. And so that's great. That makes, I love it. I'm willing to bet that there was one person on this planet that was more surprised than you when 12 years after <laughs> you came along, I'll bet you your dad was like, holy Moses, how, how did that happen? <laughs> I truly think the man almost fainted. <laughs> Not only when they realized it was one, but when he realized it was twins, he was like, uh, 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 uh. it like didn't, oh my gosh, it was, it was hilarious. Could you imagine? I, I obviously I can't, right? 12, or excuse me, my youngest brother is 10 years difference. So it was 10 years, not that 12 and 10 years is a huge difference, but 10 years later, surprise. Well, how old were your parents when your when the twins were born? Oh, mm, I gotta do some math. Well, because I'm thinking they had four at that point, and they were going, mm -hmm. and, and when the your younger brother got out of diapers and did all that and was starting school and stuff, they were going, "Oh man, thank God, we're all done with that kind of stuff." Totally. Oh, totally. And. Uh, on top of that, my mom teaches children with autism. So she already has a bunch of other kids, essentially. Like she calls them her kids. So she's just adding on to the family. She's like, I got a lot of you just running around. I got to take care. I, I don't know how she did it. I, I don't know how she did it. Actually, I'm getting my timelines messed up. She was pregnant with twins, graduating with her master's to teach special ed. Wow. Well, we know she really likes kids. <laughs> Loves kids. Love, probably why I will never have them because I've raised two and I know exactly what it's like. Well, and when you, when you are, have a gap of 10 years, you're probably close. To, if you're not 40, you're close uh, probably at that point. And then you're going, let's see, I'm going to have two girls. That means I'm going to be 60 when they get to be of you know 20 and they're going to be wanting to get married and go to school i'm going to have to work till i'm 90. yeah actually in my house though the parents don't pay for school if you want to go to school you have to pay for it yourself i i believe they're helping them with community college right now but you gotta work i started working at 15 and then just like never stopped you've been you've been busy and i've been uh, a busy gal yeah now, how many years did you go to school to get your bachelor's and your master's? Uh, my bachelor's was four years and my master's was three years. 
And did you do them all in four years and three? See, I've got a I've got a um, uh, went to a community college, and I, I figured out that it was going to take me six years to get a two year degree. Ooh, ooh, yeah, that's apparently that's tough. apparently I have issues working hard, but that's. <laughs> Well, your why wasn't strong enough, right? Why do we set goals? What's the why behind it? It, it, I don't. It must not have been strong enough. It must not have been. Must not have been. So, so what is a big, What about coaching do you like the best? Ooh, what I love the best is that it's not therapy, and I don't. That probably doesn't sound nice, but um, you know, therapy is talking is coping with the present and unpacking the past, healing from the past. And I don't want to spend time in the past. So coaching is, so therapy is present past. Coaching is the present, but more importantly, the future. That's where we're looking. We're not going to, we will only touch upon the past a little bit to create some clarity, but more importantly, what's the future like? And that really attracted me to coaching. How do you help somebody have motivation? Mm, Well, actually we just touched upon it a little bit what is your why so for example um some of my clients in their 60s they want to be healthy so what's your why um um a lot of them actually is they want to they'll say something like i want to play on the ground with my grandkids so i want to be active so i'm here for my grandkids that's a big why that's that's a pretty strong why yeah it is having grandkids is a whole brand new experience um because you know uh not that mission would know about that he's got he's actually got a teenage uh teenage son and you've got uh your sisters that are what's it like being a teenager in this day and age in this environment it's got to be really hard uh, is this for me or mitch who, who uh, we'll start we'll start answer? with the expert annie okay being a teenager now is a wild ride. You could not pay me to go back to my teen years right now. It is, it is unlike anything that we've ever seen before. Um, and I think it's kind of scary. And I know that doesn't sound very positive, <laughs> but. <laughs> well, you're going to, you're going to drag us into positivity out of this. I'm going to tell you. Okay. Okay. Uh but I guess also it's also it's not hopeless as as well, uh, excuse me, especially if people get involved with the teens' lives. So having a good support system will make all the difference, truly all the difference. And Mitch looks pretty young, so that's great having a teen because there's not the huge gap. Like when my sisters look at my parents, they're like, you're in your fifties, you know, like they act like they're a hundred years old, but if you're a parent in your like twenties and thirties, it's, it's still much different. I'm 30. Uh, high school's very different. Now I was in the beginning of social media. Now they're iPad babies, right. Or, you know, some are called that. So I don't even know if I'm answering the original question. You're doing beautifully. Mitch, do you have anything, a question for our guest today? Um, I mean, yeah, I have tons of questions, but yeah, I think, I think that, uh, I, I did want to, I did want to tie in what you said. I think that, yeah, I think, you know, right now with teenagers and being in high school, just being in just young in general right now, I think that mm. 
being a part of them and the support and giving guidance. And I think those are tremendously more important than they ever maybe used to be um, just because of all the different things, you know, that we have going on in the world, just things are a lot different now. Um, so, so yeah, so it, it, it's, it, there's, there's more work, I think a little bit involved and you can kind of, you can kind of tell when, when even just talking to somebody that's maybe a teenager, you know, how impactful or not how impactful, but who, you know, who they have in their life, who they have supporting them, um, you know, what their support looks like. Um, so it's great to hear you, hear you say that I did. I mean, this is kind of just a, this is going maybe in a different direction, but I did, I did see on your website and I was curious about it. Um, what is text-based coaching? And, and what, what does that look mm-hmm. like? How does that, how does that, ooh, okay, we're getting excited now. So yeah, what is, what does that look like? Cause that's just, I mean, I, I feel like I could come up with my idea of maybe what that means, but would not, it's not nearly going to be as good as how you're going to explain it. I'm sure. Another <laughs> qu- good question. That's two for two for him. Mitch, just <laughs> knocking it out of the park oh, today. Man, just on fire right now. Let's hope I, let's hope I can keep this up. <laughs> Right now you now you have to live up to all this hype that we're giving you. Yeah, yeah, I know. Now I'm a little nervous. <laughs> so text-based coaching, what the heck is that? Oh my gosh, it's a game changer. It's a game changer for society now. So um, I started doing it with a company actually. Headspace does text-based coaching, and what happens is insurance companies sign with Headspace, so it was all professionals using the service, and just that text text based coaching so uh this was super convenient for busy people just super convenient i would have moms breastfeeding and texting me like uh or getting up 30 minutes earlier before their kids got up and doing the session from their couch because you can text from your couch and people in their early 20s i found really like it right they'd rather text than get on a video um i've had I've had people of all different ages. I'll say people in their 60s and 70s and and some in their 50s do not like it. They're just like, this is a mess. Like, can I just do a voice message? But <laughs> I don't know what which I get, about. right? <laughs> or they're like, my fat fingers. Or they're like, I can't type fast enough. I'm like, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Kevin's feeling personally attacked right now. <laughs> At this moment, yeah. Yeah, this one's to you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it, it, it hits all my buttons. My fat little fingers don't work that fast anymore. <laughs> so when we talk about text-based coaching, you are able to. So let me ask you, I keep t- talking. I have a 31-year-old boy. Okay. Okay, he's a man. And when, when he was in high school, he texts so much that he could be in class. Now you weren't allowed to have cell phones in class, but he could be in class, have his cell phone in his pocket and carry on a conversation with somebody. I don't know how he did it, but he, he, he could do that. And I asked him, why do you text? Why don't you talk to people? What mm-hmm. did I, I granted I'm a little older, but isn't talking to people more important than texting them? I love talking to people. Like, can you not tell? I love talking. I think tonality is important. I think, uh, I think even uh, looking at someone's facial expressions is super important. 
I would prefer to do that, but I'm just trying to keep up with the people and what they want. And text-based coaching seems, and I do videos and I do calls. Uh, Text-basing, text-based is just something I also offer uh, because I found some people really like it. Now, I got to ask you both because (laughs) since you are, since, and I'm changing the subject again, but because you are a, a, a learned person and got a, a master's degree, and I want to know what it's like with kids today with the use with a computer that they have in their hand and they can look at anything that's out there in, in the internet land. <laughs> How do you help a teenage girl or boy negotiate some of the images that they can find and some of the, the sites that they can get on how do you help? Cause that's, we never had to deal with any of that. Uh, how do you help kids deal with that? Um, the first thing I tell them to do is social media, right? Cause that's really, they're probably on Google, maybe Reddit. And then most of it is social media accounts. So the very first thing I do, because it's the idea of almost like out of sight, out of mind is unfollow every single person that doesn't bring you joy. Every single person, because what they're doing is opening up TikTok or opening up Instagram and they're seeing um, the girl they hate from cheerleading has a more attractive boyfriend. Another one's prom queen. Another one just got a better car than you. Another one just got into your dream college. And now you're sitting there all mad. You're so upset. And then you wonder why you're annoyed for the rest of the day. But because you literally opened up your phone and looked at it. You you essentially were asking for it. You went on social media knowing you were going to see other people's lives. So just take it, doing that one step alone, I really think will change teens' lives overnight if they were to do that on all their social media. <laughs> Mitch, what yeah. would happen if you said to your 15-year-old, okay, you can't have your phone and you can't you can't go on the internet at all anymore? What would happen? What would he say? Oh boy. Uh, I mean, so there's already, I haven't really gotten to the, his, his, his mom and I were, we're not together, but we, we get along pretty well and we're coming to understanding, but yeah, it, we don't, we don't have let him have social media right now. I think it's something that has to be a little bit more earned. Um, and he hasn't necessarily displayed the best appropriate ways with certain things and communication and nothing crazy, but you know, but the internet side of things, he, I, he does play video games. He has friends. And during COVID it was difficult, you know, because he wasn't able to go and see some of his friends. So he definitely was, I didn't want to limit him on some of those things. Cause he gets on and plays with them, you know, and that's kind of how they connect. He's got friends that don't live in the state and blah, blah, blah. But, um, if I were to tell him no internet, yeah. I mean, for a while that was actually a discipline move was, Hey, you know what, guess what? no internet for the week, you know, and yeah, doesn't, he wasn't too thrilled about it. So <laughs> to go ahead and say the least yeah. when, when they have a computer on the, in there, can you, can you deny internet on a cell phone? I have no idea. Um, oh, can, absolutely. Oh, you can. Oh yeah. Cool. Yep. We have an app on his phone. Uh, I can, you know, if there's inappropriate conversations taking place, I can limit where and what he sees. And I hate kind of being, being like that but again it goes back to the trust thing and you i certain things i think you have to earn and you have to display that you can 
appropriately communicate and you're looking at appropriate things as well. <laughs> well, it sounds to me like you're a good dad and that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that, that's really cool. That's, that's really cool. So, so Annie, if somebody wants to contact you, we got to take a break, by the way. I'm okay. I'm just flies when I'm having fun on this show with you guys, uh, but we need to take a break real quick. And if somebody okay. wants to contact you, how do they do it? Um, they can find me on Facebook or Instagram or going right to my site. And that's coach-annie.com. Coach-annie.com. Yes. And you can, you can do that. Um, Mitch is, is with me today. Annie is our guest for the entire hour. We're having a really good time. I hope that you're enjoying the show as much as I am. Um, and we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to KKNW 1150 AM. This is Positive Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. If I could have your attention, please, I have an important announcement to make just for you. As you may know, PTR is heard and seen on radio, KKNW, and now Kixie, several websites, podcasts, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and most social media. At PTR, we believe in working together to make the world a better place. And because you're listening, we know that you're dedicated to the same. So we'd like to support your efforts by offering an outstanding multimedia package for you at a deeply discounted rate. As our partner, you'll receive commercial creation, both video and audio, at least 10 commercial plays per week, a monthly show to highlight your business and passion, exclusive website positioning with links, video shorts for social media, commercial plays on all shows, podcasts, KKNW, and Kixie. Your commercial is embedded into each episode and as a podcast is sent to over 50 different platforms. All shows are performed live and sent to Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and stay there forever. Your podcast episodes are provided to you to use as you see fit. This one-time offer is only $250 a week, based on a 13-week commitment, and as our partner, we are vested in your success, and will do everything in our power to make it happen. However, there are limited spots available, so don't hesitate. Please email me at kevin at kmmedia.pro and let's get the ball rolling. When you want to say more than words communicate, you can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is anaturaldesign.com, connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. Anaturaldesign.com at your fingertips today. Hey there, I would personally like to thank you for making Positive Talk Radio part of your day. Whether you like podcasts or the radio show, we're glad to have you along. I'd love to hear from you with thoughts about the show and ways that we can make it even better. You are the reason we do these shows because the more people we can touch, the better we can make the planet in our time here just magnificent. Please contact me, Kevin, at kmmedia.pro with any thoughts, comments, or suggestions. And thank you for being in my dream. And welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. And my name is Kevin McDonald. Mitch Parfit is here. And Eric, I've got to ask you a question real quick, sir, if you're there. I am here. <laughs> I heard I, it. 
<laughs> I apologize, sir, but are we still um, uh, talking to people about the survey? Yes, indeed we are. Yeah, go to 1150kknw.com to fill out the annual listener survey, and you'll get entered to win round-trip ticket for two to Victoria, B.C. on the Clipper, as well as $100 for uh, Dave's Restaurant. Yeah. So. Really, <laughs> I very forgot, good. I forgot the full name of that second part because I wasn't expected to talk about this. <laughs> There's <laughs> that yeah, curveball we talked about. Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> I, I do apologize for that. It's, it's famous Dave's restaurant. Thank you, sir. You got it right. You you are so uh, you're welcome. And and thank you for that. And please go to 1150kknw.com. Fill out the survey. It provides us with some really good information that we can use to make programming here even better for you. Is that well said, sir? Absolutely. And this is the last week of the survey. So if you've been putting it off saying, I'll get to it, I'll get to it. This is the week to do it. Awesome. So please go to 1150kknw.com and uh, get all that. And then you can enter into the drawing and, and going to Victoria on the Clipper. That is just a lot of fun. Absolutely. So thank you, Eric. I appreciate that very much. We're talking with Annie Delray and, uh, and Mitch Parfit is with us and, and, uh, it's great. It's great to have you here. It's, it's it's really nice to be able to talk to a real positive, uh, fun-loving person like yourself, who really is working to make the be- the world a better place. Thank One you. person at a time. One person at a time, right? But you also do groups and things, don't you? Yeah, I've done group coaching before, um, and I've done public speaking events, which is really really exciting. I really enjoy that the public speaking, just because you can reach so many, so many people. And I feel there's so many common themes with people and their struggles that even like a simple message can, a lot of people can relate to or resonate with. You know, it's interesting because in the first half of the show, you mentioned that it's been your experience that most families have some sort of dysfunctionality to them or another. Mm -hmm. I will go one step farther than that. And Mitch can correct me if I'm wrong, but I have yet to, to meet a family that in some way or form does not have some dysfunction to it. Mitch, have you met that perfect family yet? No, I haven't. I've seen some TV shows where they try to portray that, but uh, no, I don't think I've uh, I don't think I've experienced any perfect family that I've met out there. It would be a little weird, honestly. You know, and I tell the story that uh, my brother and my sister and I were raised in the same household. My sister's five years older. My brother's 18 months older. I was the baby. And if you, when we would sit, sit down and talk about our family and growing up, we each had completely different experiences of what happened within the confines of that house. And I suspect that's kind of how it is for most of us, isn't it, Amy? Oh, Definitely. Definitely. I can think of a handful of clients who are like, oh, my childhood was great. Nothing was wrong. And then we talk, we have like build this relationship and they expose something. And I'm like, I, I think you're confused at what dysfunction means because (laughs) this wonderful childhood that you talked about, a few of these events are a bit, you know, dysfunctional. So, but I would totally agree different. I mean, I was the only girl, right. For 12 years. That's, that's a, a lot different. I, uh, even though I wasn't the eldest, 
I essentially acted like it because I was the only girl. Yeah, that, that, that makes it really tough uh, because we've all, you know, as we're growing up, things happen. And so we tend to, we tend to dis, dis, either disclaim it or we, we downplay what happened. But I've recently been telling a story of what happened in my childhood that I took as kind of normal. And everybody that I mentioned it to has said, no, 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 that's not normal. And that was when I was 10 years old um, and um, my brother hung me from a tree by the neck. Yeah, that's on the not normal list. Yeah, I checked the list. It's there. That's <laughs> one of those things. And I always wondered, why did he do that? And he never I didn't need that. to check a list on that one, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch had to one-up me. Did he not have to one-up me? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to hear that. Well, but it is those things, but those things in some degree or manner happen to all families and all people. And we carry that stuff all the way until we figure it out. And then we hire somebody like you who can help them negotiate through it and get, get done with it because it will infect your entire life over time if you let it. Totally. And that's something I call clients out for. It is so easy to blame our parents. It's so it's so easy, right? Well, where were my parents when my brother did that? Or um, I'm I distrust men because my father cheated on my mother. Or um, I'm a brat because I was raised this way, and I can't help it that I got everything right. Oh, well, after eighteen, what you're making is excuses. You got to really jump out of that victim, that victimhood, and and turn into the next phase because you're holding on to excuses. So you're like, I can't move forward. I had a rough childhood. Yeah. You and so many other people, probably at least 50%. Like I grew up in a house where someone suffered from addiction. I grew up. Um, and now I'm a, I currently, right. I'm a childhood sex abuse survivor. I could have easily, easily stayed a victim and people would have felt bad for me and would have been like, okay, that's why no take life easy. You're right. But it's, it's excuses, right? So it's not so much that everyone needs a coach, but definitely work with a therapist. If you're still blaming your parents, like if, if that's one of your excuses for why you're not in school, cause your parents didn't go to school or you're not making money cause your parents didn't make money. It's, it's time to reevaluate. Mitch, how old were you when your, or how old were your parents when you were born? Uh, 22. And in Annie, when you were born, how old were your parents? They were probably mid twenties. I, I fail to understand. And perhaps you can help me here. Why anyone would blame a 20 something year old who doesn't handle children appropriately when they have got no life experience to be able to do it properly for real right <laughs> amen to that kevin <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth though most people are flailing around my clients in their 60s still don't have it together like or not everyone but i'm just saying no one has it figured out no and it takes a long time and a lot of work to be able to get a, get an understanding. My parents were in their mid twenties. They had no earthly idea what it was like to have 
three kids and my dad was doing his best to make a, a living. My mom didn't work. She was poor. Her health was poorly and all of that. Those things just happen to everybody, but we've got to rise above that if we're going to achieve what we really want to achieve in life. Yes, totally. Yeah. My brothers and I were about like 18 months apart. All of us, my parents were just like, boop, 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 boop. Let's have babies. Let's have babies. 10 years. Let's have more babies. <laughs> you know, no, they, that wasn't planned. That part. <laughs> in, even in those days, they didn't know how to prevent those things. <laughs> I I'll just point out that Catholicism in general oh, does not prevent. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say with that. I I understand. It it, it amazes me where um there are there are people that don't want to um promote uh you know birth control and and those sorts of things, which to, to me just doesn't make any sense. To, to not use birth control or like to not entertain the idea? But to not entertain the idea, to not use it. If you don't want to have a child, then don't, because on any particular Saturday night when you're, at the you know, out and about, things happen, when you, especially when you're married. And if you, if you, <laughs> the things just, it just happened. I don't know how, it just happened. And, but if you, if you, prepare for such eventualities then you don't have to have the residual effects which could be 20 years or 30 years i couldn't agree more it's not rocket science how not to have a baby we figured it out there's plenty of options totally right and and, <laughs> and laughing i'm just scared of this conversation right now i'm just gonna sit here and by the way, if you'd like to contact us, call Mitch at uh, Mitch. Right. I mean, I'll give you some pointers for sure of just how not to, not how to do it. I mean, yeah, to not do it, but. Mitch can do a whole show on how not to do it, apparently. Yeah, Kevin's show would be called Things Just Happen. <laughs> things, These Saturday yeah, nights. The things that could happen, right? Things that, yeah, and, and Although in my world, things that could have happened but never did kind of thing, you know, but that's okay. Um, but by the way, we're t <laughs> this is the fun conversation, I think, that we're having. I hope somebody else likes it as well as I do. Um, so, Mitch, did you have another question of, of relevance? You've asked a couple of good ones so far. Not to put any pressure on you. Uh, okay, pressure's on. No, I do. Um, so, segueing a little bit back into the health and wellness coach side of, of everything that you do among so much, so many other things. Um, it, I always, I do like to always hear, you know, I look at your testimonials, you have excellent testimonials. A lot of people have loved working with you. You've, you've definitely changed lives. You've done all this. You obviously I'm assuming have some people or clients that you've taken on that have been a huge struggle for you um you know that have been very whether it's difficult to break through to or whatever it may be what what are what's maybe some of the maybe a two-part question what are some of the most common struggles that you see from clients that you've taken on and then maybe with to tie it end it with that is what what is the you're the most difficult client um uh, that you've taken on and and how did you handle it dang he's three for three this is all right let, let me talk about the most difficult. Here's to me going the opposite of positive again. Let's talk about the most difficult. Um, so 
we only had one session. Let me start. This was, I, I believe, and mind you, I've coached probably between five to 600 people. And there was only one that I can think of that left mad at me. <laughs> and this is, this is the story. Okay. I'm now let me begin. So this, <laughs> this, this lady comes to me and she's like, I hope you can help me. Cause this other coach couldn't, which I've heard before. Right. And, and just like therapy, some people have had terrible experiences with someone. So Did she naturally, say it like that though? Oh yeah. I mean, she was, she came in hot. <laughs> she, <laughs> she was like, I, Sorry, I had to say something. Continue. Oh, right. No, he has to poke at me. Kevin, do you see this? I do. do you see? Yeah. Okay. I'm having fun. <laughs> um, so she comes in hot. She's telling me how much this other coach sucks. I'm like, she's like, are you going to be able to help me? Are you going to be able to help me? And she kept saying it. And I was like, that's why I'm here. Let's see what's going on. Like, I definitely want to hear about what's going on with you. What it comes down to is she wants to be married within two weeks. She is also not in a relationship. <laughs> that's kind of weird. missing step one. Yeah. <laughs> you heard that right, people. She was not in a relationship. And um some water for this. She's and and I mean she's adamant about the timeline. And she says, if anything, she'll accept being engaged within two weeks. All right. So I am sharing with her about the difference between realistic and unrealistic goals. And that potentially she could get married in two weeks, but thinking long-term is the person that you would marry within two weeks, someone you want to be with. Right. But I'm really, and, and maybe it is right. I mean, we've all heard stories about, I met the love of my life. I was married within 48 hours, best decision of my life. We had a kid a week later, whatever it may be. Right. So no, that's magic. <laughs> we didn't wear, Oh no, I shouldn't make that joke. Okay. Anyway. Um, <laughs> So we're talking about trying to set realistic goals and what that relationship would look like and, and the why, right, that I mentioned before. What's the why? Why do you want to be married? And why so fast? So she did not like that I was asking her why. And she couldn't articulate her why, which means it's probably not the best goal because you should – that means that there's more digging to do. If you're not able to identify your why, there's more digging. So I let her know that I believe it would be best for her to start working with a therapist to discuss the why. Lost her mind on me. I mean, just lost her freaking mind. <laughs> and I'm used to being around wild, wild things. So I'm like, okay. like, And she's like, why would you ever say this to me that I need a therapist? And, and I said, like, I think it's really important to identify the why behind that timeline and why you're putting that pressure on yourself and why you want a partner and are willing to give up. Cause she talked about all these things she's willing to give up for a partner. I said, and why that is such a long list of what you're going to um, give up and I'll help you find a therapist or I'll help you find a matchmaker, but coaching is not what you need. And um, she just started yelling at me and I just set that boundary of like, I can tell you're upset. Like I said, I'll help you find a, a, a therapist or a matchmaker, but you will not talk to me like this. So I'm going to head out. Like, I'm not a doormat. You're not going to yell at me. So uh, how old a woman was this? <sighs> I think she was her 30s. Uh, she good looking? And you have her number? 
What a follow-up question. Yeah, she was cute. I mean, she was cute. Not that it even matters, right? Like, lots of people find relationships. Does, she, does, she, does she like older men? <laughs> no, I'm telling you, and, and I, I know I sound sassy. She was Easy, down Kevin. for whoever. <laughs> Easy, Kevin. Right. Reining in. <laughs> oh, well, probably not my type anyway. No. So. It must be really interesting um, getting a story like that. It must be really interesting to be you with the all the humanity and the types of humanity that you coach and five or 600 people over time. But you must have some really, that's got to be your next book. You're going to have some stories. I I do think so. Like one, one of the questions I ask people is like, who's your support system? And this one lady, I will never forget this. She was like, well, um, my husband and my boyfriend and my girlfriend and my kids. And I thought she just meant like, oh, my guy friend and my my gal pal. And I was like, oh, okay. And we talked a little longer. And she's like, no, I live with my husband. And on weekends, I go to my girlfriends. And then sometimes I'll go to my boyfriends. First person that I, and, and I've worked with a few poly people, but I was just, I just wasn't expecting her to say all this. So, um, it's very interesting meeting all these people from different walks of life who are just like living it up. Can you have a meaningful life when you are? Um, I mean, she sounds like a real player. Wait, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin's asking for one date and this woman has multiple partners. Is that what's happening right now? <laughs> I, I tell you, some people just got no luck, no luck at all. No, it's my Rodney Dangerfield. Um, but so that's so. Do you ever does it ever drop? Does does your jaw ever drop? And you go, I can't believe we're having this conversation. Um, yeah, for sure. For this one lady was telling me how um her husband's cheating on her and has been cheating on her, and just like how he essentially sucks. And she's telling me a story and she says, it's Christmas time, mind you. And she goes, yeah, he said that he was going out to buy more Christmas lights and he came back 48 hours later. <laughs> and she tracks his phone and he was at his girlfriend's house. Oh. Like, And how do you keep a straight face when someone tells you that their husband left for 48 hours? I wish I was able to, there to hear the excuse. You know, like they ran out of lights within... 150 miles of that. I think this guy didn't even bring it up. I think he just was like, I'm cheating on you. And eventually she mm. left him. And that night he got arrested for stealing a motorcycle. The night she left him. You know, some people just have all the luck in the world, you know? <laughs> like if, if if I were him, I would have said, you know, you have no idea how busy Walmart is this time of year. <laughs> I was sleeping out to get the first deal or something i don't know oh, he was sleeping out all right yeah he was yeah <laughs> yeah oh boy i i i tell you we we are we're having a really good conversation and it's, it's been a, a lot of fun to have you here um matt would you or mitch would you like to try goodness gracious Who? would you like <laughs> to try four for four four for four huh um Sure. Yeah. So I, I'd say, I guess, you know, obviously you, you talk to 
a lot of people that, you know, reach out to you and whatnot, where would you say you, where would you say most of your clients are coming from, I guess, in regards to like what kind of space or whatever, you know, what are the things that you're helping with your clients with that you hear about the most that they're reaching out to you for, to help with in their, in their health and their wellness when it comes to you being a coach? That's as good as Julio Rodriguez and having four for four at bat. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Little man crush. I love it. Um, <laughs> I would say stress, stress management, just stress with all areas. And a lot of that comes down to, uh, excuse me, a lot of that comes down to time management and the lack of time management is leading to stress and, um, and confidence is a big one. Just not having the competent confidence to reach their goals or even try to take any forward movement. Gotcha. No, that makes that makes a lot of sense. I that would have been my guess. The stress part. <laughs> and and we we live in such a stressful society. How do you help people um, regulate their stress and keep it keep the stress down a little bit? Um, so I'll teach them, I'll start with things such as like basic deep breathing or, uh, bringing up the idea of meditation to quiet your mind. And, you know, people hear meditation. And if you're not a meditator for the most part, you'll roll your eyes and be like, I have to sit there. Do you want me to sit with my legs crossed for 15 minutes and light a candle? And I don't even, you know, okay. I'm being so sassy. They sound stressed. They they sound, <laughs> yeah, a bit stressed. Uh, so what I teach them is, or the idea of, oh, I tried it and my mind wanders. I'm not good at it. I'm not good at it. But uh, allowing them to realize that actually when you, when you catch yourself um, drifting, that means that you're doing it correctly because you're building mindfulness around your thoughts drifting, right? Like, congratulations, you're actually doing what you're there to do. So um, teaching them to be gentle on themselves. So they'll come, I, I tried this, 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 and this didn't work. Okay, well, you were trying to go to the gym seven times a week. Yes, you're going to be upset. You've never gone to the gym even one time a week. Let's start there. So allow. Excuse me? You're going to be sore, too. Oh, my gosh. And, and you're going to go balls to the walls, and then you're going to take three days off because you can't move, because you can't get off the couch, or you can't sit down on the toilet because your legs hurt so much. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I didn't say that. Um, we're, by the way, we've run out of time, and I really enjoy this podcast or this radio show. Um, Annie, uh, if somebody wants to get a hold of you, how do they do it again? Uh, they can find me on uh, Facebook or, in, or LinkedIn, or they can go to my site, and that's coach-annie.com. Will you come back? I enjoy this conversation. We can, we've got to do more. I would love it. Yeah, this is so fun. Oh, very cool. And Mitch, um, we've run out of time, and you get to take us out. All right, guys. You are listening to Positive Talk Radio on KKNW 1150. And remember... Be kind to one another because one another is all we have. Well done, sir. Thank you. 